It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Colts Brawl. I'm your host, Cody Fugger. Joining me, your other host, Mr. Jacob Mummert, and special guest from Vikings Brawl, uh, Miss A. Marie. How are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing so good. I'm actually in Indianapolis. Cool oh, wow. place. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a psychopath and follow around my football team. <laughs> so, uh, must really love them for what they put me through. So. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, unfortunately, uh, we both, both of our teams struggled this last week. Both of us came off with pretty disappointing losses in week one. Um, and so kind of where we want to start here, we want to obviously preview this game. We want to start with talking about how both of our teams struggled. Well, we'll start with the Colts here. The Colts really struggled in the running game, like really, really badly in the running game. After Marlon Mack went down, uh, it seemed like the Colts just, you know, it's not so much that they couldn't run. It's just that they kind of lost the incentive to run. Mm-hmm. Um, they really started passing the football. Phillip Rivers had over 40 attempts passing, um, and they really couldn't get the running game going. Um, Jacob, you know, we talked about this a little bit. It just was a really strange tactic by Frank Reich. You know, the Colts have been talking about these last two seasons. We want to run the ball. We want to run it very effectively. And the Colts really got away from their game plan in a lot of ways. Yeah, and, you know, and it's it's not something I think any of us expected because, you know, they're hyping up this 1A, 1B back system. So you're like, okay, well, then just have the 1B step in. We'll be fine. And that's – we really didn't see that. And I think, you know, Rivers was brought in with the interpretation that he wouldn't have to throw the ball 40 times, that, again, we would rely on the run game. So I'm really hoping they can turn things around this week. We can get the ball going again with Jonathan Taylor as the lead back. Still have 19 Himes, a huge role on that offense. But I'm just hoping, you know, Rivers throws less and, and Taylor and Hines run the ball more. Yeah. You don't want Rivers throwing the ball that much with the uh, – Right. <laughs> we saw what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I think he's still a, a good quarterback, mm-hmm. I, uh, but I, I'm telling you, you don't want River. You can't win a game when Rivers is throwing the ball that much. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's the weird thing about this whole thing last week. That's the whole reason why we thought like he was going to thrive was he wasn't going to have to do that. And the weird of thing course. is like the Colts made him do that. It was weird. Like I just was like, 
I, I get it on one hand, but like you still have some good running backs. Like, yeah. why don't you utilize them? Oh my them? gosh, just, get them weird. more touches. Yeah, you. Yeah. It's it's weird. We're very similar. I don't want Kirk throwing that much either, and I want to use <laughs> right. all of our running backs. <laughs> yeah, so that's really funny. Yeah, and and speaking of similarities, it seemed like we both struggled last week in coverage specifically. Gardner yes. Minshew was 19 of 20 for three touchdowns against us. Aaron Rodgers, I know, threw, okay. threw for under over 350 yards against you guys and four touchdowns. But I was uh, playing Aaron Rodgers, okay, guys? <laughs> Those are two way different quarterbacks, okay? Yes. <laughs> no offense, but I was like, but yeah. that, Aaron oh. Rodgers, that makes, no, that didn't make sense to me. Um, right yeah right and so and especially because you guys have a very good defensive line um as we do too i mean we're a little shaky well i mean we picked up you know yannick but uh with, with daniel hunter that just sucks but in general i don't know if you guys feel the same way but we had zero pressure on aaron Rodgers. i mean we we He's Aaron Rodgers. I will give him the utmost respect, except when we play him. I hate him. But, you know, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. You have to pressure that guy. We just gave we, – we had n zero pressure on the quarterback. He did not go down once. And against the Viking defense, that's crazy. So, um, that is just I, – I, I was with disbelief. Besides our shaky secondary, I'm like, how are we not at least getting to Aaron Rodgers one time? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know that'll be an interesting battle because the Colts offensive line, they were pretty good. I mean, they've always, yeah. they've been good the last couple of years in pass protection. They allowed one sack and that was just on a weird Jacoby Brissett type of play, kind of a busted play type of thing. But overall, I thought they protected him pretty well. Um, as far as the pressure though, the Colts got four sacks, but it was weird, Jacob, because it felt like for consistency wise, they weren't getting the amount of pressures they needed to get in order to force Minshew into some, you know, errant throws. It was just like, he had a lot of time, a lot of times. So um, it was just kind of weird in that. And then just the secondary couldn't cover anybody. It was guys right. running wide open, playing way off of them. It was just weird, weird stuff and very puzzling uh, that the Colts decided to do that, especially in certain situations where it made no sense. Like why are, why are you, why are you playing zone coverage and, on first and goal from the four. Like, why are you doing that? That makes no sense. So there's a lot of shocks there. And uh, the big thing for the Colts last week was the turnovers, specifically with Phillip Rivers. He threw two interceptions, could have thrown three. One was called yeah. back because of a holding penalty. Yeah. Um, a lot of plays that just were did not need to happen at all. Like, a lot of just throws where he was staring down his receivers. And really, we just – you know, Jacob, we talked about it in the a recap. We're just like, why did he decide that was a good place to throw the ball? That makes no sense at all. But yeah, throw it out of bounds. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throw it, yeah. In, throw it anywhere but to the other team. Yeah, it was, you know, yeah. and, and throw that's it to something. the 2,500 fans. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, he could have made more completions there, but like, whatever. I mean, it it was something that, that you know, even us us fans picked up on because like as we're watching the game my dad and I were talking and we're like you can literally know who he's throwing the ball to because he stared at them as soon as the play started and you're like okay it's going to this guy you know so it's like I think there there are some things that that Rivers needs to work on but hopefully that comes with him throwing the ball less and us running the ball more he doesn't have to make all these kind of silly mistakes that he does yeah for sure um, I'm curious um I want, I want to get your opinion. We kind of talked about a little bit where the Colts struggled last week. How do you think the Vikings could potentially take advantage of some of these struggles for the Colts that they had in week one? 
Um, well, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I'm very excited uh, to see my boy Xavier Rhodes this week, uh, especially <laughs> with um, our dynamic. I love we kept we kept seven receivers on our roster, but I mean Adam Thielen and Je Justin Jefferson. BZ Johnson is now on the injury list, so. Uh, we'll probably see a little uh, Sharp this week, but I'm actually excited about Sharp because he helped uh, Mr. Henry down there and uh, with the Titans a lot with our run game with their run game. So, um, but I gotta tell you guys, uh, I think our secondaries are kind of both in the same weird place. Except, our, I mean, I'm really worried about both our secondaries. So, uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Like, we want to run the ball more, but I'm like very, I mean, we could probably throw all day between our two secondaries. Uh, but my whole thing is we have, we drafted two outstanding cornerbacks, Jeff Gladney and Cameron Dantzler, who I'm very excited about. I know everyone keeps saying that he got smoked against Devontae Adams, but the kid did good, and Zimmer will adjust this week. Well, you know, so um, but they're both on the injury list, so I don't know what's going to happen. I'd rather see a Cameron Dantzler and a, a Jeff Gladney than a Holton Hill and Mike Hughes, especially with your with your receiving core, especially Mr. T.Y. I think wants a rebound from last week. He had, you know, he had some drops. Yeah, I don't think he played that well, and I think he'll be ready to go this week. I think both of our teams were, were like, oh, that was embarrassing. Let's actually play this week. So it's going to be yeah. very interesting. It will be. It really will be. Um, I'm curious how you think the Colts could potentially – do you think they could run the ball in the Vikings? I mean, the Packers didn't have like outstanding numbers. Uh, I'm curious on that. Um, yes, except you know, I like I said, I want to, I want to pressure. I was very, we played very flat. Uh, because besides Daniel Hunter, we still have depth. I'm like, we still, I mean, I mean, Eric Kendrick still played phenomenally, but I would like to see more pressure. Yeah, I don't know seriously what football that was. And also Harrison Smith wasn't involved either. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> so I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> so very, uh, yeah, I don't, guys, I, 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 I watched the game twice. I'm like, mm, this makes no sense to me. We need more pressure though. Uh, I, and also, uh, Mr., uh, our, big, our big trade from the Jags, Yannick, I think he'll have a big game this year, this week. I think it's, it's his time. I think, but also, I, I don't know why people expected him to come in and shut things down. Like, you still got to adjust. I don't care how good you are. You're coming into right. a new team. You had four days before you started on our line. So, definitely, definitely need the, the, the just more pressure. Dear God, for the love of God, pressure, pressure, pressure. <laughs> so, sorry. I just am like, <laughs> What happened? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think we're in the same defense. boat. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like yeah. you guys are too. You guys have a great defensive line. You guys are – what I'm worried too is you guys are like a, a smaller but quicker defensive line too. So, like, you guys are you guys are sick. You can get to Kirk. And I'm like, uh-oh. So Yeah, and I, I know uh, your guys are starting guard. Now, I yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, he's out for – and I don't even know who the backup would be, but, like, you know, I was talking Who's to a guy who's another yeah. Vikings fan, and he that, said, but, you know, he's probably the weakness on that line. So I'm like, okay, what's a downgrade <laughs> from that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, uh, so Sammy, well, I mean, we, we drafted well, but these guys have no experience going mm -hmm. up against a very good defensive line. So, I mean, I'm like, great. <laughs> I mean, they can do good, but I think it's just going to be a little messy. So I'm interested to see what Kubi, what Kubiak does because, um, I think you guys can easily shut down our run game then. 
Unless, for the love of God, uh, we use our tight ends, too. That's another thing. We didn't use Kyle Rudolph or Irv Smith Jr., who are exceptional tight ends. They didn't play last Sunday. Did anyone see them? I didn't. I didn't see (laughs) Kyle Rudolph once. So if anyone could call him and tell him we need him, that would be great. Yeah, and I guess, I guess that'll lead us into – we already t- touched on them, but a little bit of our keys to the game. We'll start with you and the Vikings. What do you think are your top three keys to, the, to victory for the Vikings? Um, pressure – get Phillip Rivers on the ground, use our tight ends, and play more consistent. I know this um, – we had no – we had 18 minutes time of possession on the clock. Uh, we had to go to a no-huddle offense the second, the second half. I don't want to see that. And just like how you said it, we can't – we didn't run the ball. So, our running game, let's get that involved. It's weird. We're both in the same boat. This is really odd, actually. Yeah. This is very interesting. Yeah, for uh, for sure. Run, get the tight ends involved, and pressure the damn quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, I'm curious yours for the Colts. Yeah. So, honestly, kind of similar here. Run the ball first and foremost, like this is something that, that we all expected from this team and we're told we were going to get. And I mean, I don't know about you, but my expectations were not met in week one with our run game. And I understand Mac went down, but you should have had a backup system in place. So first point, got to see the run game, got to prove to me that this is a stable, viable option for us too. We got to clean up the turnovers. I understand they were all in rivers, but like we got to clean up and, and that's part of the run game, but it's also just making sure Rivers makes smart throws and not putting him in p- positions where he feels like he has to gamble for it. Like, and, and also going along with that, better coaching decisions because, I mean, Frank Reich went for it early and, you know, he had a missed field goal, all these other kind of questionable calls. We need to make sure we're executing the game plan well and sticking to the plan. We can't just ditch the run game or the pass game on a whim. So we got to – that's one and two. Teams had a game plan. I was very confused the whole game. I was yeah, like, this I, is very weird. <laughs> I think ours went out the window as soon as Mac went down. It was like, oh no, oh no, that what do we do? It also takes and, a toll on your team. I, I uh, remember yeah. when we were playing Dalvin, um, when we were playing the Lions, and we just lost our momentum when mm-hmm. Dalvin went died. So, But at the same time, same thing though. We have Alexander Madison, right. Mike Boone, and CJ Ham. So I'm like, okay, I mean, I love Dalvin. Forever thankful that we kept him. We paid him. But we, we have depth. What are we doing? Let's go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think that one thing that the Colts are going to have to do that we haven't mentioned yet is take, take Adam Thielen out of this game. We're going to have to double cover him because he had an extraordinary game. He had six catches over hundred yards, two touchdowns. The Colts have, the Colts really struggled with their corners last week, specifically Xavier Rhodes, like you mentioned, they're going to have to do things to be able to cover him. (laughs) It was uh, weird. It was really weird. Just, it wasn't like he was getting burned. It was just like a lot of miscommunication out there. And also Um, they can hear each other. There's no one in the stadium. That's another thing on both ends. I'm like, can we communicate? You can hear each other. No excuses yeah, exactly. this year for, for <laughs> miscommunication. But, like, I hate to pin it all on one guy, but, like, I started to notice more towards the end of the game that it was Xavier Rhodes that was dropping coverage because I'm pretty sure the last – I said this last, on the earlier podcast. The last touchdown that Jacksonville scored, it was a slant play to the end zone, and Rhodes just looked lost, and his receiver just cut right across the field and get there. So I understand, you know, he's been a good player, but, like, we brought him in to help step up this – secondary so he needs to fulfill con- on that promise he's, he's under construction wa- roads wide open uh, yeah it, <laughs> when it, our secondary makes me extremely nervous in this game if we can yeah. let garner Minshew tear us up that bad with his receivers and then now you're going up against like adam thielen and kirk cousins a proven cousins. quarterback like kirk cousins this is a good yeah anchor, anyone says. 
Yeah, it, it makes me nervous. Very nervous. That's yeah. when we get more of that play action involved. I didn't see mm -hmm. any play action last week. I was like, what? Kubiak, what am I doing here? Kubiak, yeah. I love you. Come on. <laughs> and Kubiak, I trust, man. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, I guess that moves us to the final thing we're going to talk about, final score predictions. So we'll let you go, A, first, and kind of give your thoughts on this. Um, I know you said off-air you probably won't like – people Vikings fans probably won't like your prediction but let's hear it anyway I'm just too I don't like to manage my expectations and I don't think this will be a high scoring game because I do think we have two pretty solid defenses and we have similar defenses we weirdly enough and we're shaking the same areas um I don't know what our game plan is but I don't think we're gonna I don't think it's gonna be that um high scoring like last week but I do predict, I predicted this on the podcast right before. I'm trying to reverse psychology thing, maybe not pick the bikes and then we'll win. <laughs> so I'm going to see what happens and then let's report back. Uh, but I said 21-17. Uh, the reason why I think it'll be a little bit more lower scoring is thinking, I think teams are going to adjust and it's not going to be a, a, like messy like week one. So, and I think our defense, I think it's just me. I think we're going to play, we're both going to play well. Mm-hmm. Jacob, so, what do you think? I'm thinking? picking the Colts, though. This is I, I can't present <laughs> So So that's okay because I was totally thinking the whole reverse psychology thing. So I have the Vikings 30 to 24, and I'm okay. taking the stance of the Colts have not that they, okay, preface this, not that the players should be listening to what I say or taking my advice, but I want them to know that after week one, I am very disappointed and want to push them and motivate them to beat the Vikings so we can we can at least get back to zero so i'm picking the vikings because i want the colts to hear this and get mad and play better do i think they will no but in any regard i have the vikings 30 to 24 i'm going to take an opposite approach i think because of how our defense has performed there's an opportunity to be a high scoring game so relatively so i'm going to go 30 24 vikings and i hope i'm wrong what? And I'm right in the middle. I go 24-21, but I got the Colts winning just simply because Frank Reich after losses, he has a very, very yeah. good record after a loss, after a loss like that. So I think the players are going to come out motivated. You know, I feel like the Colts are going to stick to their game plan a little bit more now that they know Jonathan Taylor is their lead back. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like he's going to have a pretty good day. I really yeah. do. I think this is going to be a little bit of a – uh, a confidence boost for him in that department. And he also can catch it out of the backfield, which I think is going to be big as well. So um, the Colts just have so much talent. They just need to all play well. And it just seems like it's either the offense is struggling, the defense is playing well, or the defense is struggling, the offense is playing well. And it's just yeah, it's really weird. never fails. <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Same boat, so, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that means we got the Colts winning and a two-to-one margin here. Uh, which is crazy. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be weird, though, because both these teams are good teams, and it's weird to think that one of these teams at the end of this game will be 0-2. Mm -hmm. It's just odd. Yeah, that's not what I expected. No, not at all. Awesome. That's just that's just how the year's going. I mean, yeah. these two, <laughs> two great teams both lose in horrible fashion in week one and just so happened to meet in week two uh, with similar issues. This is this is going to be a fun game regardless, I, I feel like. Either, you I know, teams like are going to figure it out or they're just, all right, back to the drawing board. Let's see what works. Yeah, yeah for sure. Awesome. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for coming on and, and talking a little bit Colts Vikings and good luck on Sunday, but not too much luck. Not too much luck. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, take care.